We all know that if you want to grow your business, <laughs> you need people to help you. But my man, Jordash, takes this to a whole new level. Man, I mean, I have some great people in my network who are very committed to being very people-oriented, to being real go-givers. But, geez, Jordash, you seriously walk your talk on this stuff, man. It's awesome. I appreciate it, Joey. No, this is, uh, it's something that once I realized that this isn't just common knowledge, I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. Cause this is like the, the stuff we're going to talk about today. Like I've done a lot of like soul searching, if you want to think about that. And I'm like, where did this kind of start in my world? And it was just like, I look back at how my, my, my mother raised me, you know, how I was raised and how it is to treat people and how to say hi to people, how to use people's like all these yeah. things. I started looking back and I'm like, that just kind of built up who I, who I am and who I was. And then I realized my nerd self, my framework system self, I'm like, there's a system here. And this is the same thing. We're going to talk about the same things I used to, I grew, I grew my agency with, you know, very successfully without any paid ads or really doing much social. Right. And we helped a lot of clients. So this is a skill set and, and, and framework we're going to talk about today. That is, um, it's going to, it's going to be the gift that keeps on giving. And I always tell mm -hmm. people from a biblical, we're going to teach you how to fish. So you'll never be hungry. And this is the same thing uh, that we're going to do with these things that we're, we're going to talk about. So I'm excited I, for our conversation today, Joey. I love that. And before I set the stage for everybody, if you don't know Jordash, today we're going to be talking about how to master business principles and especially the people side of this, because yes. it's pretty much impossible to scale your business without thinking about the relationship piece of, of business development and doing it in a human way. And I struggle to think of anybody who's as big of a master at all of this than Jordash. Jordash is a guy of so many talents. And you'll see him not only preaching all of his wisdom of, you know, being a, a better power connector, a better power partner, um, but he's also on the cutting edge of technology, whether it's Web3 stuff or NFTs or, or ChatGPT. Like I, I love seeing Jordash on my feet on that stuff because I know that I'm I'm learning from someone who's who's really like the okay, what happened today? What are the updates? What's the latest? Uh how can how can you stay next level in all of this? Uh but Jordash, I know you have a, a real high priority soft spot for helping business owners uh become better re relationship builders so so help to connect the dots for for me and the audience here on uh mastering business principles and and yep. the people side to those principles oh 100% man you just whew, i'm excited now so no all jokes aside you know here's the thing and and, and when we talk about principles here i i, I just want to make sure everybody's on the same page or your listeners and your audience is on the same page as us because you know 
a lot of the things that get the attention in our space are strategies and tactics. These are things that mm-hmm. we need to go put into action now. These are the things, the five steps to do this or the, the th- specific things to do this. And what happens with strategies and tactics, and this is going to tie back to scaling here in a second, is they work. I'm not like I will never bash them because we need those things to go implement, those things to take mm-hmm. action. But the problem is if all if we're building our business completely on strategies and tactics to get visibility to get in front of our ideal customers to com- to convert people into our programs or our offers if that is all we're relying on we are going to be on a constant hamster wheel why because things consistently change technology changes platforms changes rules change things along those things so we're always having to continuously adapt which is fine we need to have that as some aspect of our business but if we want to scale and Joe you 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 know this like any, like nobody else, you need mm-hmm. to have simplicity in your business mm-hmm. and you need to have systems in your business. And without those two things, you will not scale to the level that you have the potential to scale with. And, 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 and to do, to build foundational systems, foundational um, things in your business, you need to be, they need to be built on principles. Why? Because principles do not change. Principles mm-hmm. stand the test of time. Principles, these are the thing we're talking about today. I, when I give my keynote, there's a slide in my keynote. I have, a, I have a screenshot of an article from 1934 by our homie, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. These are the things that we're talking about today in 2023 that Dale was talking about in 1934. This was before internet. This is before TV. This is before web one, web two, web three, blockchain, yeah. anything like that. These are things that have been used to grow businesses consistently. But what we can do, what we're blessed with the opportunity for is now once we have a principle, then we can start looking at what are all the things happening in our world right now that can amplify that, that can make it easier, Mm. that can give us a bigger impact based off this principle. So that's what we're talking about is when we're talking about building relationships, building power partnerships, now we have a whole bunch of tools, strategies, tactics, technology that can amplify the humanness of a relationship. And now I want to make sure that's clear because I, you, we, me and you both know we get DMs every single day. Somebody sliding, trying to slide in my DMs say, Hey, Jordash, I love our, I, we, we both know the same people. Hey, Jordash, I love what you're doing. You want to join my Facebook group? That is not building relationships people. Like that is, that, that is, that is straight trying to go from Hey, I just found you to, Hey, I want something from you. And we're going to talk about how to actually build human relationships with people that are going to actually allow you to not only serve, but be served. And this is the, this is the power of this because relationships are like the, they're like the, like the, uh, the, the thread throughout your business, right? Because Joey, you need to have relationships with yourself, with your team, with your customers, with your power partners, all those things require skill sets of building authentic relationships. Because if you don't have all like powerful, authentic relationships with any of these people that are that make up your business, you're gonna struggle, and and, and you're yeah. not, or you're not gonna be able to scale nearly as nearly as much as you could scale. And all this comes down to is we're in business, yes, to make money, but more so important, we're in business to make an impact, revenue, mm-hmm. money allow us to make an impact, allow us to change people's lives, allow us to solve people's problems for them. And if we can just learn how to build the right relationships to amplify how many people we can serve and how many people we can help, that's just going to make us 
more powerful, our business more powerful. And I always talk about ripple effects. Like you're here for a reason. You're on this earth for a reason. How many ripple effects are you going to actually leave while you're here? And, and it all comes back to if you can be a good human and serve people and do it in an authentic way, people are going to bang down doors to help you and want to serve you and want to help you achieve your dreams. But the key is how do we do this? within the human way. And that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. That. But it all comes mm. back to man. It's these things don't change. They, building relationships, not change anything. Winning friends and influence people. It's not changing anything, right? This, these are things that have been happening for decades and almost a century, I would argue um, that we're going to talk about and it's going to be fun. You know, it, it would be, it would be one thing if Dale Carnegie's book came out, everyone said, Oh yeah, this is important. And then everyone just did an amazing job. Right. Right. It's interesting. And I know it's not lost on you that so many people are bought into this idea already of I want to be a a power partner. I want to to build authentic, good relationships that help me help others. um, But also I want to help others. Right. And and they can help me do what I'm doing. What are the biggest mistakes that you see people make on their on their journey from uh, I want to do this? to being like a Jordash approved power partner? <laughs> yeah. Good question. Good question. So, so I'll tell you right now, everything I've, I've realized all my entrepreneurial journey, everything starts with your mindset, right? And that's where we're going to start here. And I'm not going to get too woo on you, but everything starts with your mindset. And the first thing that you got to realize is um, you have a responsibility. You take on responsibilities when you're an entrepreneur, right? And when one of your biggest responsibilities is if you have an offer that can solve some of these problems or get somebody closer to their desired result, it's your responsibility to get in front of them. Right. So like you have to take ownership of that. Right. And so when you can when you just have that little mindset shift of it is on me to get in front of my dream customer, it is on me to be able to get my superpowers or whatever you want to call them in front of them to help serve them. I'm taking ownership from there. So then then it doesn't become about me building a relationship. It comes with how can I serve the person that I'm trying to serve by getting connected with somebody that's already serving them? Right. Then it's and this is what we talk about a win, win, win situation. How's the win for our ideal customer? How's the win for our power partner? And then eventually, how is it a win from us for us? Right. This is the, mm-hmm. So that's when you when you start thinking about that. Now, some of the mistakes that I see people make when they do this is number one. They one they play too small. People think that they need to be at a certain level or they need to have mm-hmm. a certain number of followers or need to be at a certain revenue number to even start playing this game, I'll call it, to building these relationships. You do not. Like there, there, there is an, an unlimited number of pow- potential power partners for you right now. And if you look at um, Amy mm-hmm. Porterfield, amazing human being, right? Bill, she's 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 amazing um, human that's building an amazing business. She had a podcast last year. I'll never forget this. Um, it was like the nine things I would do differently if I you know, had to start my business all over. And one of them was she would start, it was number four, if I remember correctly, um, I would start building bigger relationships sooner and put my big, my basically my big girl britches on to go do that and step out and be, be authentic with these people than I would, than I did. Right. And that's that basically that comes from a, a, a place of fear, meaning they're going to reject me or I don't have anything to offer. Right. So making the mistake of you need to wait for a certain threshold criteria and or validation to start building a relationship is a big mistake I see people make all the time. So don't think you need permission to start being a good human and figuring out okay. how you can serve somebody. Let's let's slow down here because this is so good. Of yep. 
people thinking that they have to to wait or reach some other milestone before they they connect with you know this bigger player i love that one of the things that i see business owners do is when they say okay no i do want to I, I want to connect with Amy Porterfield. You know, I want to yeah. reach out. I want to build that relationship. And they look at the opportunities that they that are on their plate to do so. Yep. A lot of business owners think, okay, if I want a relationship with Amy, yep, I should join her program, pay her, and then she'll like me. <laughs> and then be super active in her group, and then she'll notice me, and then work my way up until I and seen enough to start to build a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying that is like a, a bad strategy, yeah. but yeah. have you seen that too, where a lot of business owners, they're like, Oh, if I'm going to, to build a relationship with this person, I first need to make an investment yeah. in them. Yeah, and then it's kind of like way. slowly, is that, you see that a lot? I, I see that quite often. And it's one way you can do that. Right. You don't like sure. that's, that's like, we call that be kind of like the best student strategy, if you want to call that right? mm. any strategy, right? It's like, Hey, I'm going to go in there, be their best student and, you know, so, like give them the best testimony they're going to be able to get and get results. And I can help them grow their business that way. That's one way to do that. I'm not going to say it's not, um, but I'm not saying it's required either. Right. And I yeah. would, I would, I would actually argue too, though, that if you want to, if you want to make sure that they, you have, you are seen as a peer, that may yes. not be the best strategy to approach either because you're coming in from a place of they're the teacher, I'm the student, and I'm trying to reach my way up to the teacher, right? right. So there's a level of respect that, that, that gets built in that may or may not be the right strategy for you as a business owner. So there's a couple ways that you can do this, and we can, we can talk specific strategies and tactics, but I'll tell you a couple things this, that I would um, have you explore would be, um, number one. I would be looking at where is she, where is she becoming visible at outside of her own circles? So what, what stages is she speaking on? What events is she going to be at? Right. I'm going to try to get it. Cause I'll tell you right now, I speak on a lot of stages and one of the best ways to build relationships is, is, is with speakers on the stages that you speak on as well. Yeah. Right. There's always going to be a speaker dinner. There's always going to be opportunities for to have one-on-one -on -one conversations. You're at a peer level because you're a speaker. I'm a speaker or at the same event. Right. There's already a built in authority at that level. Right. So, so that yep. can open up doors for you. Another thing you can think about, though, too, is you start looking at and this goes back to the whole Kevin Bacon thing. There's somebody in your network that can get you an introduction. No doubt about mm -hmm. it in my mind. I am. I, and it may take one or two introductions away to do that. But that just takes a little bit of time and research to start figuring out. All right. Who's who's on her team? Who is she serving? Who are her peers? Who's somebody that I know? And then figuring out how can I start building relationships with person A to person B to person C to get that warm introduction to Amy at some point in time. Now, and I'm, I'm, I'm skipping over a lot of different things of like things sure. that you want to be doing in there, but that is a path to be able to get a warm introduction to, to her as well. Um, and then the other thing though, too, is you can, <laughs> there's, there's, I'm just thinking of like some of the ways that I've done things in the past, especially in my agency days of like, you just start creating good enough content and tagging. You're just, you're trying to get visibility, right? So like, if you, if, like Amy, I'm just, we're just using Amy. It's worth talking about Amy today, I guess, but we Great. can just, uh, I love it. We, we can talk about like, she just went through a big book launch, right? Huge book launch right there, right? Of, of, she just came out with her, I think it was two week notice or something like that. It was her book she just came out with. And yeah. it was a multi, multi month plan that you could see coming into fruition. If you were on her email list, if you filed. So the thing is, you need to start understanding where is their energy right now 
in their world. And you get that by understanding you're on their email list, you're listening to their content, you're consuming their things. What are they talking about? Where are they looking to go? And then you start figuring out how can I help amplify their intended goal? And you can do that by, by being a content creator. You can do I guarantee you, if I was, if I was trying to get Amy's attention in a good way, and I all of a sudden I was like, she, I'm seeing her going to this book launch. My question is, how do I help her get the word out about this book? If I start so creating good. content consistently about her book and all the, the learning she has and all the other stuff, I promise you there's going to be at some point in time, somebody on her team is going to get that attention, right? If I have a podcast, I would talk about her book. I would tag her on that. I would go and I would be creating social stories, tagging her on that, tagging her group. Cause, and not doing it in an inauthentic way or saying, I'm just trying to get her attention because I'm really trying to help her out, get her word out because I believe in her mission. I believe in what she's talking about yes. and, I, and it's, it's helped me in some form or fashion. So it, it, you can do that in an organic way with your, your um, content you're already creating as well. So those are just mm. a couple of things that I would, if I was trying to approach somebody yeah. like that, would be look at events, look at what they're already doing, see how I can amplify that and, or figure out um, what, where, the, where they're at and figure out how to get on stages with them. Jordash, you are so generous with your wisdom here. And please, at any point, if I'm asking questions, be like, if you guys want to know that, join my program. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it, man. I'll do but, it. But okay, let's let's continue this. So yeah. you get Amy's attention. Yeah. Now what are the mistakes that you see people make? <laughs> this is where this is so this is where it becomes really fun. This is when yeah. when you start getting people's attention, and this is when things this is really what will make or break the relationship this is like that yeah. crucial fork in the road right stage right that cool i got their attention now what and i'll and I, and I say this because there's this philosophy that came from chet holmes dream 100 that was popularized by russell brunson that kept going on blah 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 and that's a spray and spray and pray approach where it's like find 100 people send them a gift try to get their attention and get them to shout you out right great mm -hmm. that's cute we're in this for the long run like that's like I say that's like, that's like a one night stand, right? That's like, all right, cool. We did the dang thing. Now we're done. Like we're trying to build a relationship with them and try to keep things going. So once you get their attention, then there's this philosophy. We talk about this thing called relationship currency, right? And I always talk about, think about it like a bank account. You can't withdraw from an empty account. I mean, I can't take something. If I, if I went to the bank and I only had a hundred dollars, the bank's not going to let me take $300 out. Right. If I don't have any money in there, they're not going to let me take money out. Well, they may, but they're going to charge me a big penalty if they want to do that. Right. It's the same thing with the relationship. Every relationship you have with somebody, there is a built up bank of value that's being added to or withdrawn from. And you, your job is to fill that bank account enough where it makes sense for you to take something from this. Right. So yeah. my job right now is that we call them relationship deposits. I need to start adding value to that relationship. I need to start filling up that bank account with that relationship before I even think twice about asking for something. Now, there's a caveat to that because if they already know who I am, they already know the value I bring. They already, we already have a warm connection. I may not have to do a whole bunch of deposits, but if this is somebody that we just, that I just got their attention, they're like, who's this dude, Jordash? Like, what's he about? I don't know anything about him. We're going to make sure that we keep showing up consistently, adding value and serving. And this is where you got to be that have that inner child curiosity factor of how can I serve them today? What can I do? What, are, what is their goal? And what can I do? And so there's we have in our program, we probably have. 
I would say probably 12 or 14 different style of, of relationship deposits that we, we would we would have you do consistently. And the key word is consistently. This isn't just, I go do something and then two weeks later, I come back and go do something. And then, you know, I, it's, it's, it's a consistency thing that we want to be built into your, into your habits, if you want to say. And that's why I was talking about, we teach you how to build this relationship building habits. And so once you have enough deposits built up, then you can make a, which we call it that relationship withdrawal. You can make a withdrawal, yeah. make the ask, right? But there's that fine line of, well, how much do I need to do? And there's, and you know, do I have enough? And that's where I always talk about, it's an art and science component to it, right? The science is add enough deposits and do enough value. But the art is, when do I have enough? And then how do I make that ask where it doesn't seem awkward, where it doesn't seem like I just did this to get that. And that's, that's really where you need to start taking in. And this is where we help coach a lot of people on of like, what is the whole relationship? Like if we take, we zoomed out, like, what does that look like right now? Where are you at from a, uh, a connection standpoint? Right. But here's one mistake that I see people make too, though. Just want to hone, hone in on one other thing though, is the flip side is if you just give, 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 if you just deposit, 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 that's almost as bad as just going in there and making the ask. And let me explain this for a second because mm. some, sometimes people don't, don't grasp this real quick. This is something we call the, the, the rule of 5149, the 5149 rule. Mm. And you think about it like if I'm giving something to somebody, if I'm serving them, if I'm helping them out, if I'm giving them deposits in the world or on Amy's book launch or whatever it may be, I'm helping them out, which I get satisfaction. We get enjoy, enjoyment yeah. out because I'm serving them, right? We get enjoyment out that. But if I don't ever ask for anything, I am robbing that person of the enjoyment of serving me. Yeah. And so what happens then is if I'm just serving, 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 or somebody's like, oh my gosh, Jordash, you've given me so much. What can I do for you? And I'm like, oh, nothing. It's good. I'm just doing this for good. I just rob them of the opportunity to serve me. I just rob them of the enjoyment of serving me. So the, the 5149 rule is we're always going to give a little bit more than what we take, but we have to take because we want to keep that relationship in balance as close as yeah. possible without just giving a little bit more because when it's out of balance, they're going to either feel, it's going to feel awkward or it's going to yeah. feel like, oh my God, why does this person keep doing all this stuff for me? I haven't done anything. And then I'm like, there's going to put them in an awkward situation. They're not going to have that release of pressure of, Okay, I served right. them. I did something for them. Okay, cool. Like I don't feel like I owe them anything anymore, right? But if we just give, 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 we are being selfish by not taking or giving that other person the other opportunity to serve us. So yeah. that's really where that balance comes in. That's where, like I was talking about, it's a bank account. Like we want to make sure that bank account's in, in, in pretty good balance. We just got to give a little bit more than we take. Hmm, that's so good. And as you were saying all of this, it reminded me of a book I recently read. You, you might have read it too, the, the Third Door. Oh, I don't think I've. Um, I hadn't, it's for me, it just kind of fell on my lap. I don't know how popular it actually is, but the, the main story behind the book and Jordash, I think this is just a really good example of how you could do it is this guy wanted to meet like the most successful people on the, on the planet. And he got interviews with Bill Gates, Lady Gaga, et cetera, et cetera. And Part of the reason why he was able to do it was because his deposit was his ask. Yeah. His whole thing was, hey, I, I'm working on a podcast and I, I want to show the world how the successful people became successful, what their origin stories were and, and yes. what the patterns are to those origin stories. And 
the ask was something that they wanted to do. Yes. Yes. And, and you think about that because this is really, so like before we even get to this relationship currency stage, like one of the phases of our framework is we call this the, like the human connection phase. And when this is where we do research, mm -hmm. this is when we start identifying connection points. And when we identify those human connection points, and in this case, we'll just use that example you're saying, if I identify this is somebody who just wants to get their message out. This is somebody that has like is truly on a mission to get their word out about their philosophy or something like that. Like a way that I can help them and they can help me is one of our one of our withdrawals is be a guest. Be a guest yeah. on my stage, right? I can be a guest on your stage. I can, you can be a guest on my stage. But like you were saying, if you can be a guest on my stage and at the same time, I am helping you get yes. your message out. That's why I was telling you like there's no there's no... There's no limit of time of how quickly something can happen. Because if yeah. you can combine those two, that can that can compress the amount of time that you have to do right. deposits before you make an ask, right? But then there's other people that I'm like, if I'm trying to go build a relationship with Barack Obama, it may take me a little while to get to, to get into that world unless I find an opportunity to figure out how I can collapse time. So that's really yeah. where that art and that science I always talk about of like there is a balance with this. And this is why it is a framework because it's a it's a it's it's, it's a blueprint for you to start working from. But we're going to yeah. figure as we get going, we're going to be able to figure that out. And I love that that you brought that up because you're 100 percent right on that, Joey. Mm. Well, it, it's. It, it was really, I mean, it just, it, it came up to mind as you were talking. It's like, oh, this is a, to your, yeah, your point of this kind of shortcuts the yep. speed at which you can do this. And, yep. you know, so far we've been using the Amy example and a lot of this one-to-one -one stuff. I'm yep. curious how often inside your program or just what you're seeing, um, people are also doing like a group approach or building like power partner groups where it's, yep. hey, we're creating a collaborative friend group around this idea or this type of, you know, peer community. Is that something that you're seeing a lot as well? It's so funny you say that because so me and two of my good friends that are in my world, I call them, they're part of, I'm, I'm going to say they're, they're power partners in my world as well. Um, so we go to a lot of events and I love going mm -hmm. to events and, you know, and, and Joe, you, we met at an event, right? Which a few years yep. ago, which is awesome. And it's so funny how many people I, I come across that are like, Oh, you know, what are you looking forward to most? Blah, blah. And I'm like, it's the people. Like I right. love events. I get some good content or I'm speaking. It's fun, but I promise yep. you it's the relationships and the people. That's why I go to events because the, the, anyways, we, we, that, that's a whole nother world. But I say that because we, we, us, uh, me and my two power partners, we were at an event um, this past February in uh, down in New Orleans. And one of the things that we, we decided after that was we're like, Hey, we're going to get people together on zoom. And we're going to say, Hey, let's just a week after, let's just Get on Zoom. Let's talk about what are some of the things we learned, what are our takeaways, what are our action items, whatever, and let's connect and collaborate. Now, what happens now is we're in month three. We just had our third call. So now we have this connect and collaborate group that we're building where it's like, hey, if you're an awesome human and you want to be able to connect with some amazing humans in this entrepreneurial space, online space, et cetera, we meet once a month on Zoom. We talk about what we're looking for. We're talking about, hey, here's here's opportunities that we're having. Here's how our superpowers are. So I'm telling you right now, we are building something right now for that. And then there's no cost to it. We're not charging for this. We're just getting a group That's of so awesome. humans together to be able to figure out how can we support each other at different stages of business. And this isn't coaching. This isn't you know a hot seat and everything. It's like, here's my name is Jordash. Here's who I serve. Here's how I serve them. I love here's, it. It's here's so good. Coming up, and here's something I'm looking for support on. 
anybody out there looking for, or I'm looking for podcasts, or I'm looking to get on podcasts, or I'm looking to get on stage, or whatever. We're making ask in this group, and then we're using our collective powers and our networks to get connections. So, because one thing I always tell people this. Everybody you interact with, Joey, everybody. I don't care if you're at a Starbucks at the counter. I don't care if you're on an airplane. I don't care if it's somebody you're sitting next to at, a, at an event. Everybody you can interact with has the potential and opportunity to fall in one of three buckets for you. They can be a connector. They can be a collaborator or they can be a customer. One of those three C's people are going to fall into because if they're not an ideal customer of mine, they can be a collaboration if we serve the same person just in a different way. But if they're not, if they don't serve, if they're in a totally different business or totally different serving, totally different audience. They're not ideal customer. They're not going, you know who they are. They're a connector. Why? Because I promise you, they have a hundred people behind them that will either be collaborators for me or yeah. a customer of mine. And they're just going to be the connection point. And that's so like, this goes back to like the energy and the things that you do on a day-to-day basis. We talk about Joe and you're, you're big into systems and metrics. We always talk about revenue generating activities. What are the things you're yes. doing every single day to generate revenue? RGAs, right? I say there's also RBAs, relationship building activities. What are the things mm-hmm. that I'm doing every single day to add a little bit more, that 1% better every single day to add to a relationship, to identify a new relationship or connect? So one of the metrics for myself, how many people am I connecting this week? Not what are they doing for Jordash? Not what mm-hmm. am I getting? It's saying, hey, I know somebody that has a problem. I know somebody in my network that has a solution. Y'all need to talk. I have somebody that's putting on an event. I know a great speaker for your event. Y'all need to talk. Why? Because I am just being a connector because I know that the more people that I can connect, the more people are going to want to look, look at me to connect me with somebody at some point in time in the future. And it's one of those things where one of the most powerful things that you can do from relationship is, is building, is, is making a connection for somebody. Because here's, and let me just tell you a little secret with this is because if I bring two amazing humans together that go yeah. on to do amazing things, you know what happens when they share in common? I am the genesis point of that amazing things. We talk about ripple effects. I brought yeah. two amazing thing people together that went on and did amazing things. You know who they're never going to forget? The person who brought them together right? You know yeah. who they're going to think about when they need something? The person who brought them together. So I'm not doing it in a selfish way, but I'm doing it in a way of how can I help them each make bigger yes. impact? It just yes. so happens that I'm just the genesis point of that, right? So that's why this becomes a snowball effect, Joey. So the more people yep. that I know, the more people that are in my network, the more people that I'm serving, that means I got more opportunities to form connections because I now I know more people. And this is what we talk about in our in our program called the Friends Vault. You keep a vault of your friends. What are their superpowers? What are the things? Because then when somebody's like, "Hey, you know anybody that does that?" Like, let me say, let me go check my Friends Vault. Let me go see who's in my vault and my who I can get you connected with. I love That's it. Connection. So like this is and the more people you have in there, the more connection points you have, and that's where it really becomes a snowball. And which is, it's just a beautiful thing when you start getting these things in order. You know, one of the things that I love about this, and I want to highlight it just in case it's it's not top of mind for people who are tuning in, is if you're buying into this idea of being a power partner, it is so helpful and valuable to have these, that the friend vault, the power connectors in your circle, because when you do say, I want to, I want to be as good of a connector as I can be, I can't tell you how much it saves time to not have to go to Jordash and be like, hey, Jordash, I want to recommend someone to you. I want to connect them to you. Is it okay if I send this email? Right. If they're not, if they're, if they don't have the personality that Jordash has, they probably would appreciate permission 
before you make the intro. Yep. But when you find people in your network like Jordash who are like, hey, I'm a connector. I see limitless potential. You know you can just send them intros and connections all day and they're never going to be like, Joey, we need to start filtering who you're sending my way because they're not a good customer. They're not a good whatever. Jordash is going to see the good in all of those. And it, it is a, I can't tell you how much time I've saved when I'm putting time into making connections by not having to first send two separate emails saying, Hey, I want to make these intros. Is that okay? Right. Right. So, so good. So good. And, 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 you know, you, you're a hundred percent right. Because when you start having these power partners, there's already so much built in trust, so much built in value yes. that you, we, and we know we're always looking out for the best of each other, right? Like there's no, right. like, what are they trying to get from me? What are they looking to do? Like, Oh, this is, you know, so it's like, that is that, 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 that trust that you build up. But one thing you, you said, Joey, that I want to really want to, um, hone in on because I, I get a, I get this come up more often than not because people look at me like, oh, Jordash, you're an extrovert. Jordash, you just love to talk to people. Jordash, that's why you're so good at this. Yes. Jordash, yes. Like, don't get, I'm not going to hide from that. Yes, I, I'm high energy. I love talking. I love meeting people. I love to like that. But don't get it twisted. If I'm at an event, there's, there's points of time event. I'm like, I just want to go to my hotel room by myself and just be by myself, right? I need to recharge. So don't right. get it twisted. But I say this because it doesn't matter if you classify as an extrovert or an introvert or any, whatever vert you want to add or title you want to add, there's ways for you to be able to leverage this. And it doesn't mean you need to be that person bouncing around an event, talking to everybody and being the first person to to start the conversation and maintain the conversation, Mm -hmm. yada, 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 right? If you're an introvert, this, there's, this is actually a good thing because what happens now is when we're actually having, when you actually want to build a relationship with somebody, the pressure is off of you because all you got to do is be curious about that other person. Yeah, all right. you got to do is ask them questions about themselves. All you need to do is saying how, like, because all you're doing is you're being, I was, I grew up with an, I'm an eighties baby. So I grew up watching Inspector Gadget, right? Inspector Gadget has yep. all these little yep. things coming out of his thing. He has all his tools. My job is when I'm having a conversation with people, I envision, I am legitimately, I am being a detective. I'm sitting here asking them questions, trying to figure out, how can I serve them? What are the problems they're having? Who are they looking to get connected with? What are their goals? What are those things? Those are the things I'm trying to process in my head to figure out how can I serve this person? How yeah. can I help this person? And I'm just asking inquisitive questions to try to extract some of that information just so they can tell me how I can serve them versus just saying, well, what can I do for you today? How can I help you? Because everybody's like, oh, I, I just, that just makes people uncomfortable versus like, Joey, what you got to go? What, like, what, is, what are you working on the next 90 days? Right. Joey, what do you have coming up in your business? Right. Like when I can start asking you questions around that, then I'm like, all right, if he has this launch coming up and he's trying to serve this person, he's looking and he's doing a five day live launch that it needs an expert on blah, blah, blah. Joey, I'm, I'm like, let me introduce you. I think based off what you told me, you're trying to serve this person. And I feel like I know somebody that has an amazing opportunity to, to add value to your audience's world that does it a little bit different than you, but will actually have yeah. the results that you can get for your ideal customer. I'm going to get them introduced to you, right? Something like that where it's like, yes. now all of a sudden, Joey's like, well, damn, Jordash, like not only were you listening to me, you were paying attention to me. You're looking at, oh my gosh, like you know what I got coming up and you're already figuring out ways to serve you. Like we're going to become best friends, right? And so right. like, that's where it's like, you can do this in a way where it's not so, you have to be such an extrovert to go approach these people. And like, and I, I, I talk about this one opportunity. I was at social media marketing world last year. Mm-hmm. 
and I was and I was I was an attendee. I'm just an attendee at this event, and I'm sitting there getting ready for a session, getting ready, to, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden there's a guy, there's probably two or three seats between us. And we kind of make eye contact, say, hey, how you doing? And I just, I'm, I'm, he had a hat on, and I just made a small little comment about his hat, right? And then, and then small talk, he left. Five minutes later, he comes back, and he sits next to me. He's like, oh, I was going to go to the other session. It's not. We just started talking. I'm telling you, like, by the end of that session, this was a gentleman that had an offer on his business to sell his business for $65 million. This guy was a CEO of a big, like, and I, like, this is normal dude. Just by having a small conversation next, thing you know, we jumped on a call, a phone call. We, we got connected, exchange information, had a good chat. Yeah. A week later, we jumped on a phone call. All of a sudden we are at this point where he's like, Jordash, I'm more than happy to fly out to you in a couple of weeks. If you want to help us have some brainstorming session about some, this was something I was working on at the time. I said, Oh my gosh. Like, oh, I'm like, so awesome. like, all of a sudden it's just like, how did this just happen? It started with a simple conversation. It started by asking the question. It started by me being, now I'm like, you tell me the story about your business. I'm like, oh, I've heard about your business. Tell me a little bit more about that. Now I'm just being curious. And we've, we, within 30, 45 minutes, we built a relationship where it's like, now it makes sense. Hey, we should stay connected. Like, not like, hey, can I get your email so I can follow up with you so you can be on my podcast? So you can like, no, it's like, right, I just right. a conversation. Like we should go grab lunch together. We should stay connected. All right, cool. And then it's just that follow-up and that's, and, and, and then, and this is the other responsibility I didn't talk to in the beginning of like, once you establish a connection with somebody, once you even do a power partnership deposit or withdrawal from somebody or whatever, a lot of people make a mistake of, all right, I got something from them. All right, cool. That was fun. Now I'm on to the next partnership. No, yeah, like, right. Keep building a relationship with that person because it's just like, Joe, you yes. know this from stage. Once I sell somebody something on once, it's so much easier for me to have them buy something from me again because we already have built-in trust. We are built-in connection. Right. We are built-in you know, history together. Do the same thing with your people. So once I make a withdrawal, you know what I do? I start making deposits again in that person's account because I just brought that account down a little bit more. So I got to go back and replenish that account, right? And there's ways we do that, but it's all about maximizing and nurturing it. But the key is you need to take the responsibility of nurturing that relationship. You cannot expect yeah. somebody else to do that. You can't expect for them to follow up. You need to check in with them in 30 days, in 90 days. Just check in and say, hey, Joey, how you doing, man? What are you working on these days? Just thought about you because of X, Y, Z. Like just touch points like that keep relationships fresh, figuring out yeah. how I can support, how I can add deposits. And that's where once you do that and you and, and it might sound like there's a lot of steps to this, but it's just like with anything new. You're going to figure out ways to keep this concise. I'm telling you right now, I used to do this in about two to five minutes a day. I would, I would have blocked off my calendar two to five minutes a day. Wow. And focus on relationship building activity. Now, I know how valuable it is for my business. So my calendar is blocked off for 45 minutes a day. Not saying you need to get there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, if you've never worked out, I'm not going to tell you to go do two a day workouts. I'm going to sure. tell you to walk, walk down the street and walk back for seven days. Walk down the street and walk back, right? So start small of, Make and I, we we won't talk about the positive, but like just start. Make sure you are intentional with your time. Block off just a few minutes every single day to either build a relationship, start a new relationship, or nurture an existing relationship. And I Man. promise you, if you do that for 20, 30 days, you guarantee your business will be in a new place because there will be opportunities that will be presented in front of you that you never even knew existed purely by you taking these two to five minute actions every single day. Man, 
that's so good, Jordan. We could talk for like three more hours about all of this. Um, unfortunately, we don't have the time today. But what I will say is if you're still tuning into this, whether you're live or on the replay or listening to the podcast, and you're like, yes, I'm committed to doing this. I want to just tell you from experience that you can do this the hard way of trying to figure this out on your own and putting the five minutes on your calendar. And, and then the five minutes starts and you're like, Oh, what do I do? And you learn over time and you get there, but slowly, or you take the shortcut and you get inside Jordash's program. Now I know that Jordash doesn't let everyone in and it is by application only, but Jordash, do we have a link or a way that people can figure out more and then yeah. uh, decide to apply? hundred percent, hundred percent. So here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to do for you guys. Um, I'll give you the link here in a second, but basically I'm going to, so two things. Number one, I want to make sure that you guys understand, or you're, if you're listening right now or watching the live or watching the play, I hope you understand that there are literally power partners all around you mm. waiting for you right now where you're at. The key yeah. is you're just not aware of them yet. You just don't see them yet. You just don't, there's just not that frame to say, oh, that's a power problem. Oh, that's a potential power problem. Oh, that is. So what I've done is I have a, uh, a little free little micro course and I'm telling you saying micro course because it's like five or six videos all under five minutes each that I'm going to give you guys access to. Now, what that's going to do is it's going to walk you through how you basically discover power partners in your world right now. So nice. that link is going to be jordash.live, J-O-R-D-A-C-H-E dot live slash Joey. You go to that. Um, that will awesome. get you signed up. And, and I will tell you that once you actually enter your email on that page, you get, it will send you an email, get you hooked up with the, where we have that stuff hosted on the following page, there is an opportunity for you to fill out the application. If you want to, if you are interested in our mm -hmm. program called the power partner playbook, which is our helping you build this end to end system yeah. in your business to make this consistent, repeatable and scalable for your business. Oh, that's so good. And that link again is, it's got my name Jordan, in it. Yeah. Jordash.live forward slash Joey. I love it. I love it. Jordash, you're the man. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, yes. To everyone tuning in, this is, this, this is going on that list of like greatest hits of episodes. So <laughs> thanks for bringing it, Jordash. And thanks for everyone for tuning in. We'll see you next week on the Business Growth Advantage. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Business Growth Advantage with me, Joey C. Vitale. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see y'all next week. Learn the